Though, should I keep doing the bit where I pretend that I don't know that recording has started? Uh, is, is that a bit? It was. <laughs> oh, wow, I didn't know this whole time. I know. I, I, see, I always knew that it was uh, recording had started. I was just messing with you. All right, anyway, I'm going to hit the record button in a minute. Okay. <laughs> cool. Recording has started. Hello, everyone. This is One on One RPG, and I'm Tony <laughs> from Two Copper Pieces. And I'm Elliot, also known as Elephant Bear. Fabulous. And uh, if you... Uh, oh, oh! You don't have a name, do you? Well, Not I guess yet. I guess you could say, "Oh, Ichabod." <laughs> that was so last season, <laughs> something like that. I could, you know what? Yeah, I could. Next time, <laughs> next season, I'll do that joke. <laughs> well, that will that will keep everyone listening. Uh, <laughs> all right, all right. As Ichabod was so last season, we're going to be starting a new season. Uh, no longer is this one-on-one RPG, Curse of Strad. This is now one-on-one RPG, The Wild Beyond the Witchlight, a Feywild adventure. And um, if you liked what we did before and you want to uh, help us uh, grow, you might tell us about our channel, leave us a review, stuff like that. Follow us on mm-hmm. social media, etc., etc. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, in slightly new format this season. Um, we're going for big talk. Uh, we've patronized you enough with the small talk. Uh, I've looked up a, a list of 99 big talk questions that will keep us going through the entire series. I'm not going to lie. These big talk questions remind me a lot of some of the small talk questions I found. <laughs> so, but because I'm a bit uh, I'm a bit wary of the big talk, I'm going to put on like a 20 second timer that starts as soon as I've asked the question. So uh, you have to answer it as best you can in that amount of time. And then when you ask me, I will just take as much time as I need. Does that sound okay. fair? Yep. Fabulous. Uh, all right. Uh, that Those bloop bloops that you hear is actually Evil Ryan trying to get on the show. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I'm, I'm keeping him at bay, everybody. Let's not ruin our good time. Um, all right. The big talk question. Are you ready? Yep. Um, hit me with it. That sound was uh, me clapping my hand and rubbing them together. Um, what is the most heartwarming thing you've ever seen? 20 seconds. Go. Most heartwarming thing I've ever seen in 20 seconds. Oh boy, that is um that's a difficult one. No, you have twenty seconds to explain it. I guess ten seconds left. I guess those videos where you see the, the parent come back from war, uh like they've come back and they're a soldier and they surprise the child, those are always quite heartwarming. They they get me right in the feel goods. Ah, oh, just in time. Well done. Oh. Uh right. So uh for me, and I get to just ruminate over this as much as I like, uh oh, it's gotta be uh the D D movie. Most heartwarming thing I've ever seen. Ah! Not the whole film, but there's just there's really heartwarming moments in there. And well, uh, I've still not seen it. So basically uh, any. Um, uh, yeah. Sorry for the spoilers, uh, the heartwarming spoiler. <laughs> but uh, basically uh, any film that has a little bit of a schmaltzy heartwarming moment really gets me. So and that's the most recent one. All right. Do you have a listener question? I do indeed. This one is from Voco Brackets Knox. Voco mm, Knox. Voco Knox. They ask. Why are there no male hags? And what should they be called? Hmm. That is an interesting question. It's actually two questions, though. So I know. Yeah. It was a two-parter. I didn't, wanna, I didn't think it was strong enough on their own each half. I didn't want to do like one this week, one next week. So I just put them, bundled them together. Yeah. Just give stronger questions next time, Bokanox, and you won't yeah, Well, that's, that's it, yeah. Absolutely. All right. Um, you've got the amount of time it takes for me to find a boy hag. Um, to tell everyone a little bit about your character. Nothing's happened so far, but things have happened to your character. Absolutely. Uh, he has a rife and interesting backstory, which he fully remembers, unlike my last character. <laughs> His name is Beauregard Cinders, or Bo for short. He's, he was a 12-year-old boy who ran away from home, accidentally stepped through a tree into a mushroom ring, and found himself teleported to the Wild. He spent the next eight years of his life-ish, it's difficult to say because time moves differently in the Feywild, in the Feywild, uh, spending time frolicking with his unicorn pal and basically just surviving. When he got back, though, he realised he'd, he'd been changed by the Fey, Fey energies and magics. And now he, he, he still had the appearance of a 12-year-old, even though he was about 20 years old. Uh, but he also had butterfly wings and purple eyes, uh, a big floopy hairstyle with a translucent unicorn horn on his own head. Uh, yes, indeed. He's, oh, inspiration for you. <laughs> he's, uh, he's now been searching. He doesn't really care for the material plane as much because people are a bit judgmental of a, 
a person with butterfly wings, purple eyes and a unicorn horn on their head. And so he's desperately been trying to find his way back to the Feywild, but it's not that easy for a 22-year-old to do. Uh, most recently, he's been contacted by one of his friends who's asked him to search for his missing patron. Mm. And is that what uh, takes us up to the beginning of the adventure? That's what takes us up to the beginning of the adventure. Fabulous. I think for, for this episode, we'll stick with Indeed as the word, so you can have inspiration as well. Um, mm. But um, if if you notice anything else that you can point out to us to make us feel self-conscious, and we'll try and make that the buzzword. I think, always... I think, I think every time you roll a 20, I should get inspiration. <laughs> Uh, no, that would happen too, far too often. <laughs> I know, I'd get so much inspiration. <laughs> yeah, if if you know, if you would like to uh, interact with us in that way, you can always sign up to our Discord and let us know. So this should be the word. You say this all the time. Yeah. Something like that. And we'll be like, welcome, friend. Thanks very much. And uh, we'll make that the inspiration. Still, all right. Uh, you have been summoned to the abode of human warlock named Madrick Rosloff. He lives on a giant pumpkin farm, sharing his rustic farmhouse space with rodents and pixies. I don't know how you feel about that when you see the pixies flying around. Maybe you're like, huh. And when you see the rodents running around, you're like, uh. it, I don't know. How do you feel about it? <laughs> I thought you were going to say the rodents flying around. I was like, bats. <laughs> the rodents not, don't fly. Uh, not too fussed. Uh, Beauregard, Bo, trying to trying to act a bit t- a bit of a t- trying to act a bit of a tough guy he's, uh, mm. he's he's a 22 year old going on 12 year old who's still trying to act he's trying to act mature for his age he's like oh oh rats oh yeah hmm. yeah no i don't care about rats <laughs> i see well madrick rosloff uh, his adventuring days are behind him and he looks quite old and frail uh nevertheless he's delighted to make your acquaintance he is wearing a black cloak with some quite stitched triangles in like a, a maroon over them. He's got some of those uh, those curly leather shoes and long white hair, and he's got a walking stick as well. And uh, he says, well, it's a pleasure to meet you, you little fella. Seems to really um, emphasize the little. I, I picked up on that. Uh, Beauregard has a slight little bit of a tick, flips his hair out of his eyes, and goes, I'm, uh, I'm still growing. I've got, I've, got some, I've got some room to grow. Yes, you certainly do. So much room. <laughs> Thank you for answering my call. Uh, I am Madrick, and you are... Call me Bo. Certainly. Half a name for half a man. I have a comment. <laughs> this guy needs a favour from me. He's <laughs> <laughs> I have acquired many treasures and made important contacts during my lengthy adventuring career. Um, and I would like to pass these treasures I possess and the favours I am owed to you. That's good. But listen, Wrinkly, you better start treating me with some respect. <laughs> Sorry, it's just my way. When you get older, you like to make other people feel small so you feel better about yourself. I'm not small. <laughs> I'm average height. <laughs> Okay, okay. I guess I'm tall. <laughs> in ex- anyway, in exchange, I ask that you travel to Prismere. Have you been there? What's in Prismere? Well, it's a domain in the Feywild. Um, I, no, I don't think I've ever been. Well, I'd like you to find out what fate has befallen the Archfey that rules it. That Archfey is Zabilna. She is my patron and inspiration. The source of my power. He clenches his fist and looks into the middle distance. You uh, have a picture of Sabilna? No, but I can tell you a bit about her. I've, I've been unable to contact her for the better part of a year, and I fear something terrible has happened. My adventuring days are over, but Sabilna has been good to me, and I would like to know she is well before I take my leave. He gestures out uh, into the beyond nothing in particular. He looks there wistfully. Uh, <laughs> uh, Bo, still quite a young person, doesn't really, isn't comfortable with the, the notion of death, so kind of shuffles his feet looking at the floor. Oh, yeah, no, okay, yeah, I can do that. <laughs> well, perhaps you might have heard of the Witchlight Carnival. Every eight years, our world is visited by a travelling extravaganza. It recently... Oh, yes, I've heard of the Witchlight Carnival. Oh, splendid. Well... If you'll know that it recently returned and is camped three days travel from here. What's four? Mm, absolutely. Um, 
Yeah, no, I can't. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go to the Witchlight Carnival. Splendid. Well, I'm asking you now because this carnival might pack up and leave in a week or two, and it contains your only route to Prismere, a fey crossing, if you will. <gasps> a crossing into the fey? Absolutely. Yes, yes. and uh, seek out Zabilna Prismere, help her if you can, and return with proof that she is alive and well. Upon your return, all the hard-won earnings of my adventuring career shall be yours. Um, you, uh, you got anything you want to give me in advance? Well, that's, that's a, that's a good point. What you would have to, uh, because, you know, once I give the treasure to you, um, probably the season will be over and that will be that. So, um, let me, uh, let me give you some options. I'll what tell a, you what's not way to phrase it. Uh, do you mean, like, spring? Spring season? Yes. Or, or the season of my life. <laughs> um, well, these are the things that I have. He uh, takes a big trunk, a treasure trunk, lifts it up, opens it up, and he takes one thing out at a time. This, he holds up a pouch, is a bag of beans. I will trade you those for a cow. <laughs> Do you have a cow? Give me ten minutes and I will go and find a cow. It's been a while since I've had some steak. You come back here in ten minutes, you get this bag of beans. <laughs> and uh, this, and he pulls out, uh, he just flicks out this cloak. It's a dark colour, similar to one he's wearing, but it's got some um, swirls and stars all over it. It's a cloak of displacement. Projects an illusion that makes you appear to be standing in a place near your actual location. Ooh, looks like it's hard to look at. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he puts it on, and now there's like a... Uh, you're not sure if he's standing where he was or just to the side of where he where he was. You think if you were trying to hit him in or, or attack him in some way, you've had disadvantage. Makes me go boss-eyed. Oh. <laughs> yes, well, I'll, let me take it off and put it back. Uh, that's, that's another option. Uh, then there's also this suit of uh, plus two leather armor, this plus two magic wand, uh, three folded letters, <laughs> which have some uh, special boons on them. Uh, a si- and you get to pick one now. That's the deal. Or <laughs> silk bag containing eight five hundred gold piece gemstones. Well, um, I'm I I'm twenty two. I have no need for money. And well, uh, although I'll be honest, if you had a ticket to the the Witchlight Carnival in there, I would take that. Well, I'm going to give you that anyway. I'm but... already coming out ahead. <laughs> and uh, I also have this. And he holds up a statuette of an animal. What animal? Would it be, do you think? What does it look like to you? Oh, I would say <clears throat> it looks like either an owl. Oh, it looks like a rat to go with the animals outside his house. <laughs> if you t- if you take this and throw it on the floor and you say rats, it will become a rat. And it turns into a rat. It's like, no, stop, rats. And it goes back into a statue. <laughs> I guess you don't have to throw it on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. (laughs) And uh, yes, there's that. So these are the options that you have. But if you wish to take one of these uh, with you, you must make a a solemn promise. I promise. And the consequences of breaking this promise would come with a curse. I've I've been in the Feywild. (laughs) I know. I know about the consequences of lying. When... When I asked if you'd been to the Feywild before, you said, where's that? No, I said, I've been, I said, I've never been to Prismere in the Feywild. It's a big place, man. Oh, oh, okay. Have you ever been to Waterdeep? I mean, sure. I mean, I, I mean, I might just go back and listen to this later and uh, we'll see if you were lying or not. But, uh, <laughs> well, yes. I, I haven't been because I've been to the Feywild and I know not to lie. <laughs> well, that's good. But uh, actually, in this world, if you lie... Nothing magical happens to you. But if you break this promise, it surely will, whichever world you happen to be in. It's very late in the game to be telling me this, Grandpa. (laughs) This is very early in the game. We're about 20 minutes in at most. You speak in nonsense riddles. Have you gone senile? Well, um, I feel like I'm talking to a giant mouse with two big round ears, so maybe. (laughs) (laughs) So... So which will it be, and do you, do you make the solemn promise? I make the solemn promise. If your fingers are crossed, it will have no impact. You will still be cursed if you break them. <laughs> uh, I just have a bit of arthritis. 
<laughs> uncrossing his fingers <laughs> it's a bit of a schoolboy error to cross your fingers held up in front of me like that <laughs> i told you i'm not very good at lying i mean i don't lie i never lie <laughs> so you I... make the promise and you choose the choose the item i promise that i Beauregard cinders will find the fate of sabilna and return to tell you about it ah splendid that's a good promise. I was just going to make you promise not to steal it without helping me. But it effectively does the same thing. And which which of these items will you be taking with you? Whilst those that, that bag of beans does look very enticing, <laughs> I would like the statuette of the rat, please. <laughs> Certainly. It will take you an hour or so to attune to it. And he hands it over to you. I put it in my pocket. Now remember, the magic word is rats. <laughs> and it bursts out of your pocket. <laughs> I I'm wearing, yes. I'm wearing like Mr. Motivator parachute pants. <laughs> and then it just crawls around in your parachute. <laughs> Until he says rats again. <laughs> Jokes. Um, do you have any, would you like to know anything else that I can tell you about Zabilna and Prismir before you go? <laughs> Let me just. Um, mm, yes. Once okay. I get into the Feywild, where is is the portal in the which light carnival going to take me to Prismere, or am I going to have to find Prismere? Uh, I it I, it should take you to Prismere. Oh, They're from wonderful! Prismere. This when, this job is getting easier all the time. Yes, I mean Prismere is uh, relatively small compared to the Feywild, but it is about the size of uh, the Sword Coast. That's massive. Then you maybe not the Sword Coast. I, I'm not very good at geography. I was going to say it's you. About... <laughs> maybe it's about the size of um, uh, Neverwinter, or maybe it's about the size of one of the regions. Or so I don't know. Geography's hard enough in the Feywild, man. You got to stop. Exactly. I'll, I'll I'll just find it. I'm I'm good at geography. All right. Well, let before you go, let me just see. Make sure I've told you everything important. Um, he pulls out a piece of pa- piece of parchment that reads what Madrick knows on it, and then. Uh, <laughs> Zabilna is a fairy godmother to mortals. She created the carnival as a means by which mortals could enter her realm and beseech her aid. Did I tell you that? No, you didn't tell me she created. She created the carnival. Yes, she did. Zabilna is very special. Mm. When I last visited the carnival, it was run by a pair of Shadakai named Mr. Witch and Mr. Light. That's Mr. Light, not Miss Delight. Um, there's two <laughs> two fellas. Okay. I assume they're still in charge. Um, one is rather large and one is rather thin. Which way is which? Uh, well, Mr. Witch is uh, the heavy one, and Mr. Light is obviously the light one. Ah, that's, that's how I'll remember it. Yes, they hate irony. Uh, Madrick dimly, uh, so, sorry, I recall some things rather dimly, that uh, Witch and Light, they acquired the carnival more than a hundred years ago from an Eladrin. How? That's, that's, a, that's a Feywild elf. No, I know, but how? Uh, I don't know. Hmm. I'll have to ask them something when I see them. I just know that about them. I wasn't there. You, you're not a hundred years old. You look a hundred years old. Oh, yes, I feel a hundred years old. You smell a hundred years old. This is <laughs> rife in here. <laughs> you, you're, uh, you're all right. <laughs> what spunk you have. <laughs> in any case, um... Prismere is a domain of delight, ruled by Zabilna. She is the true Miss Delight. She dwells in the Palace of Heart's Desire. That's its name. Ooh, sounds wizard. <laughs> the Moor Witch, or Warlock, um, a magnificent structure in the heart of the domain, to be sure. And she can also assume many forms, and is brilliant, secretive, and wise. And before you ask, no, I'm not Zabilna. Ah, going to make finding her a lot harder, isn't it? Well, yes, it'd be very easy if it were me. And I was like, find me, and then gave you the present when you did. Uh, when she presents herself to mortals like us, she usually assumes the form of a statuesque woman with long white hair and a small tattoo shaped like a chicken's foot below one eye, a bit like the one above my eye. And there's a little chicken's foot statue, not statue, a tattoo <laughs> above his uh, right eye. OK, keep an eye out for that. Mm. And uh, all of this talk about Zabilna has reminded you of a childhood memory. Do you remember what it's reminded you of? 
I do remember what my childhood memory is because unlike another character I might name, I have perfect recall. <clears throat> when I was a young young lad of about eight, <laughs> 12 years old, uh, I was a very, very shy and quiet, almost mute, some would say. And one day, a woman with a chicken's foot tattoo uh, came up and put her hand on my head and she whispered in my ear and she said, you look like a, you look like a tough guy. You're actually a soft guy. And, and from that moment, I ran. And that's when I tripped into the Feywild. And then I became a tough guy that looked like a soft guy instead, just to spite her. Oh. But then I also wouldn't, I kept talking and talking and talking and talking and talking and talking. Yeah. You kept talking, did you? I did. <laughs> well, thank you for sharing that memory with me. That does remind me of Zabilna. You have a connection with her as well. We are like family, almost like brothers. He smiles with his old wrinkly face. I've called you grandpa already, grandpa. Let's not complicate this. <laughs> yes, fair enough, little scamp. And he ruffles your hair. I flick my hair back out of my eyes. <laughs> anyway, um, off, best off you go. And uh, enjoy those uh, rats. And the rats come to life in your trousers again and start running around all over the place. Or the rat does. <gasps> and then he says, rats, rats, rats. It's still active. you got to stop, man. <laughs> anything else you'd like uh, you want to say before you go? Because I've said everything I've got to say. And he screws up his uh, what Madrick knows bit of paper. What's with the pixies outside? I like pixies and they like me. Okay, what's with the rats outside? I like rats. What's with the pumpkins? I sell pumpkins. Would okay, you like I some pumpkin? I might take a pumpkin with me if that's okay. I mean, you'll be carrying, I mean, you lifting a whole pumpkin. I'm going to eat it. I'm not going to lie, I'm not going to carry it far. Well, those pumpkins are bigger than you, and that's not a short joke. They're, they're massive pumpkins. I didn't, I did notice that. I'm, st I, I'm, I'm strong. I can carry it. I mean, you can, but why would you? Just just cut up a pumpkin for me, man. I don't want a whole pumpkin. Just give me enough so I can make a pumpkin snack. <laughs> I'll see what I can do. And um, he, he, are you going to go and try and get a cow for him, or are you not going to? <laughs> You're going to skip that. <laughs> You gonna, you get the beans? I, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try and go and get a cow for him. If you want to go and try and get a cow for him, he'll prepare some pumpkin for you. Okay. Well, I'm. I will sneak out of the. I will. Um. Can I have seen? I can I have seen a cow my way here um, in like a what, field solitary? Why don't somewhere? you make either like a nature or survival check to see if you've or, or animal handling whatever just a one roll and we'll see if you've uh and it's got to be 15 or higher to know where a cow is and be able to bring it over to him okay i first roll of the you new have game inspiration. do i yes yeah, i said the i word earlier oh excellent i i'm going to absolutely use it because i don't want to jinx myself here okay one of them is a four the other one natural 20 Ooh. boom nice total yeah. of 23 well at first, when you get the four, you're like, oh, where did I see that cow? But then you immediately remember where it was. Behind me, I hear. <laughs> and you remember <laughs> that cows like, uh, what are cows like other than grass? I was going to say milk. That's not right. <laughs> you remember that cows love being slapped on the rear and herded in a direction yep. away from where they're standing or something. I don't know. How do you get the cow over there? I grab a fistful of uh, wheat um, <laughs> and like just like dangle it in front of the cow like here we go follow the follow the yummy wheat <laughs> it follows along and it eats the wheat that's a good cow <laughs> yep you bring it back uh you manage to bring the cow back and he's a my word and there's a little tear that runs down his cheek that he wipes away i haven't seen a cow in so long it looks delicious and he uh he blows his nose and, says, and uh here are, here are your magic beans excellent and the pumpkin? Oh, yes. And uh, he pulls out this uh, pumpkin that's completely carved out. But he's basically carved a pumpkin so that there's a space for your legs, a space for your head, space for your arm. <laughs> I thought this would be easier for you to carry. <laughs> Honestly, I thought you were just going to give me a bag of pumpkin bits. There was going to be an identical bag to the bag of beans. Oh, I did that as well. This was just a joke. You left me here for so long. <laughs> I had time to carve this out. But if you want to take it, feel free. Mine now. Yep. No take backsies. <laughs> no, no. I thought I thought you might be offended. I thought it might rile you up about your stature, but uh, oh well. See, you seem to like it. So there you go. 
I put it on and immediately I can no longer fly because with my butterfly wings. <laughs> oh, hang on. He, he'll go and carve a hole for them if you like. <laughs> Careful, they're delicate. Yeah. I mean, they're tough. You curl them. <laughs> okay, don't be careful. Your wings are tough. Got it. <laughs> yeah. He cuts a careful hole in the in uh, two careful holes to allow your wings to come through. I have a quick flap just to, to make sure I can still take off. My movement speed, I assume, is restricted with the extra weight of the pumpkin, but uh, I'm your still walking good. speed isn't. But uh, if yeah. you want to make an ath- athletics check to see how you get on flying with a pumpkin, <laughs> pumpkin armor. <laughs> I don't like this. I don't know what this is. Um, uh, that is uh, 22. Yeah, you, you can also fly at your normal speed while wearing oh! a <laughs> Quick fly around the, the little house. Yeah, you've got a bag of pumpkin, a bag of magic beans. <laughs> you've got pumpkin armor. <laughs> oh, it, is, it is so dusty up here, man. Yeah, and it feels... Uh, yeah, yeah, well, you know, I can't climb up there. I'm an old man. Yeah. Do you want to do some dusting while you're up there? Pass me a feather duster. I'll do it quick. <laughs> this is just filthy. How can you live like this? He mage hands a feather duster up for you, and you and you float around the, the house. He mage that. hands it up to me. <laughs> I'm starting to suspect you could have done this. <laughs> I can't see all of the bits. Okay, I do that, and while I'm up there, I kick a window open as well, not like to break it. Uh, just <laughs> one of those windows that opens from the top. <laughs> I give it a little with my foot and it just opens and this the fresh air just really clears out the place ah oh, that's better all right and uh are you going to be on your way anytime soon i mean i don't know how uh just done you a favor yeah I, yes yes i appreciate it but uh you know i think the welcome left a little while ago you seem to have outstayed it <laughs> i dropped the the feather duster on his head right i'm off <laughs> okay off you go in your pumpkin armor with your bag of pumpkin and your bag of magic beans and your and my rat statue and my carnival ticket yeah and your pumpkin armor it was just freshly carved out of pumpkins so it's kind of wet and sticky in there (laughs) it's not good it is not good it's three days away as well this pumpkin is not gonna last (laughs) are you eating the pumpkin from the bag primarily are you gonna eat the flesh from inside the pumpkin (laughs) i'm just every so often my head like the ninja turtles my head just disappears into my pumpkin armor for a bit (laughs) and you just hear (laughs) and it pops back out and my cheeks are full nice (laughs) yep you walk through the forest three days taking rests as you need and um eventually uh you're on the th- on the third day i have i have a bath the pumpkin armor's gone now yeah you get up to you get through the forest uh, you find yourself on the edge of a, a sort of precipice that leads down and you can see the witch like carnival uh it's it's in full view you have a moment where you can just basically run down the side of a hill to get there um that sort of thing are you going to run down or are you going to be more grown up about it i sprint as fast as my little legs can carry me Nice. <laughs> can't, can't squander even a single moment. Not even a single moment. Um, ooh, hang on, bear with me. All right, as you run as fast as you can, suddenly, by the side of you, I say suddenly, appearing by the side of you is uh, what seems to be quite a a girl with quite a bluish complex uh, complexion to her skin. How and sudden. She's wearing a pig mask and she's got like a brown dress and she's got a blue and yellow uh, sort of candy striped lollipop. She just she's running by your side and then her head slowly turns towards you and you can see these yellow glowing eyes looking at you. That is a cool mask. She doesn't reply. Uh, and then you realize hopping to the right of you uh, has a very greenish complexion. Um, this uh, creature... Uh, it's it's got two legs two arms and uh it so it could stand upright but it seems to be more hopping like a frog and it's wearing um this sort of tan uh overalls type situation got really big wide eyes that are also quite wide apart on its head also looks at you as it's hopping it doesn't catch it it doesn't keep your gaze as long as the girl though because it's hopping so it's not quite so uh consistent this is the first time since i've been out of the feywild where me being a fairy hasn't been the most odd person in the room uh to be right next to a, a what color blue skinned girl did you say yeah the girl and had a bluish complexion a frog person yes this is the this is the best 
this is the most welcome even though they're not saying anything and being quite weird this is this is the best that uh, Bo has felt for a while it's usually he's just stood about a lot of humans who don't you know, get very uncomfortable around him mm, fair enough so you feel like you're more at home now yeah exactly okay uh, then uh, right in front of you uh, sort of drifting backwards at the same pace as your run you see uh, what looks to be like a uh, almost corp- like an almost corporeal uh, shadow it's sort of semi corporeal uh, it's got a moon face mask it's got it's got a mask with a, basically a big moon on it and um it's sort of cloudy at the same time as it drifts away from you at the same pace keeping pace with you and just staring at you so you got uh girl with a pig mask to the left yep person to the right creepy shadow person right in front of you okay uh yeah once again Bo not being the elephant in the room is really just very happy uh he's a bit uncomfortable being the center of attention but rather be the center of attention for a bunch of people who aren't normal than for a bunch of people who are normal so uh, he's just going to roll with it um, all right. You guys, you guys go into the carnival as well. Uh, they all just grin at you, um, and then uh, if you can make a deck save. Oh, me, me too. I'm going to the carnival. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, deck save. Oh my goodness, uh, seventeen. Nice. Uh, you see the little girl with her lollipop stick. She mm-hmm. tries to kind of stick it under your feet to trip you up, but you jump over it. Um, would you like to say anything to them? Uh, yeah, uh, I, I jump over it and then uh, I don't come back down. I let my wings uh, pick me up now. Like, hey, what you doing? I'm being all friendly here. <laughs> as soon as you, you fly. You think I'm some kind of soft guy? I'm a tough guy. <laughs> as soon as you fly, they completely pause and just stay where they are and watch you drift away. All three I, of them just standing I get there. about 10 feet away and then I realize they're not coming anymore. Hello? <laughs> <laughs> I, I slowly, I don't go back towards them, but I land on the floor. Do they catch up to me? Uh, no. They stay They'll where they stand are. there and watch you. You guys are weird. <laughs> I, I pick up a, a, a... In fact, I take my blowpipe out of my pocket <clears throat> and I find I, I chew a bit of paper up and I, I spitwad them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, let me see what happens. Uh, do you aim at anyone in particular? Uh, it was the little girl who tried to trip me up. I'm going to do it to the little girl. Uh, oh. Do you want to do an attack roll, or do you want to roll, or do you just want to see if they catch it or not? Basically, I'll, I'll do it. I'll do an attack. Oh, I don't know why I did that, but uh, let me let me roll the the die. It's oh, I'm actually pretty proficient with a blowgun. Uh, uh, yeah, no, I got the exact same roll as I did on roll twenty. It's fifteen to it. It lands right on her pig mask and just sticks there. Uh, they look. At- they look at you. They return. Um, they can, obviously they're still looking at you, um, but their their eyes grow even more sinister than before. They sort of look downwards a little bit, and then little smiles curl up in the corner of their mouths. The shadow disappears. The pig pig girl runs off to the left, and the frog starts hopping back up to the forest. Yeah, run! I'm not scared. I'm not scared. <laughs> I I fly very quickly away, but. I don't. I like keep looking over my shoulder just to make sure they've not started following me again. Okay. Uh, all right. So I've moved you over to the Witchlight Carnival map. Um, I'm just going to ping where you will be entering from. Um, so you, as you approach there, you should be able to see several uh, events and locations on there. I don't know if you have been to the carnival before, um, but you've been in the Feywild since you were 12 and you've been back for a year. So, so many things. Um, you would have been, uh, it comes every eight years. So I think you would have been four the last time. Uh, I don't think my character's ever been to the carnival before, but which is surprising because they they do like the idea of the carnival. Mm. Well, there's other carnivals. Um, but yeah, so you'll be, uh, you'll yes. see all of the events there. Um, when you arrive at the carnival, uh, obviously just off the uh, off the back of your creepy interaction with those, uh, those people. Hello, can you hear me? Hello, yeah. Uh, have you ever been to the carnival before? No, I, I'd always wanted to go to the carnival, but hadn't got around to it. I was just never in the right place at the right time. 
Okay, well, as you're approaching, the first stars of night twinkle above the apricot sunset as uh, darkness falls. But it still looks very, uh, it's, it looks very beautiful and twilight-esque. And uh, giant uh, twilight is in the time, not the film. Giant dragonflies yeah. overhead, trailing streamers, and a low mist curls over the ground. Through a floral archway, you glimpse wondrous and vibrant creatures, elf stilt walkers, dancing fairies and painted performers everywhere there is laughter pixie dust bubbles and a wistful tune of whistling calliope um let's see when you uh reach the entrance to the carnival you see the ticket booth um let's see a silver statue of dancing fairy is mounted of a dancing fairy is mounted on the roof of this ticket booth which looks a bit like a cupcake and it's surrounded by fluttering butterflies the cupcake uh building Seems to have a few bite marks taken out of it. Ah. Um, the booth is decorated with an animated depiction of the night sky uh, with shooting stars arcing across it. Um, a very sort of uh, sleepy, relaxed looking um, rabbit person um, with her ears sort of slick back uh, is sort of s- slouching behind the ticket counter. Uh, and they sort of look over at you um, blinking slightly. Uh, peering at you through a spyglass. She lowers the spyglass and says, Greetings, fairgoers. Or fairgoer. Yeah, greeting. Um, I I have a ticket. I've, I've, come to, I've come to see the carnival. Oh, you have a ticket, man. Yeah, yeah, I do. Oh, that's cool. Okay, okay, um, okay here, here it is. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is a ticket, man. Do you know this building's not really a cupcake, man? I'd take a step back and look at the building. Yeah, you see the bite marks. Uh, it doesn't look like cake inside; just a bit of wood, and uh, that have been that's been gnawed at. Yeah, yeah, I know. I think it's I think it's decorated to be whimsical. No, it's not decorated to be tasty, man. Well, yeah, because if it was tasty, you'd end up eating it. Exactly, exactly. Anyway, thanks for the ticket, man. Now I get I can go to the carnival. No, now I can go to the carnival. That's the spirit, man. Enjoy. Okay, I'm just going to go in. Uh, they nod at you. Okay. Do I'm I need my ticket her. back? <laughs> Do you need to stamp my ticket? Or am I just allowed in now? No. Uh, oh. And uh, she looks under the desk, pulls out uh, what looks like a wristband, and uh, wraps it around your wrist. It's a friendship bracelet. And then she puts one on herself as well. Okay. Well, thanks, friend. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go now. Um, but Take care, man. Enjoy. See you later. See you later. Oh, yeah. I'll see you later, man. That guy came, seemed cool. Really <laughs> chill. Yeah, exactly. Um, there's also, uh, as you head in, uh, could you roll a D8? Certainly. Three. All right, with your three, uh, an elf stilt walker tosses colourful sugary treats down um, as you walk past. A lot of children rush over and start grabbing them. Um the elf stilt walker then looks down at you and um, smiles with a great big smile. They say, here you go, little fella. And they hand you a map. Oh, I thought he was going to hand me some sweets. <laughs> There's sweets on the floor. You can have them if you I, want. I take the map. I don't need your sweets. I'm a, <laughs> I'm a big boy. Man, I'm a man. <laughs> right you are, little man. And then he continues on. And then uh, I wait. I wait till he's a little further on and I'm a little bit, a little bit hidden, hidden behind a building. And I would like to fire another spitwad at him. <laughs> well, uh, it does. Before you do that, he walks yeah. past uh, quite a, uh, a large uh, orc that's there with his children. He leans down towards the large orc, hands him a map and says, there you go, little fella. And then continues on. He's on stilts. Everyone looks small to him. But yeah, you can you can then sneak behind the thing and fire a spit what at him if you like. Mm, no, I, he's learned his lesson. <laughs> well, now you have the map. Uh, perhaps mm-hmm. you'd like to tell the uh, listeners or uh, who uh, what you see on the map and where you'd like to go first. Is there is a carnival to be explored? There's an actual carnival map. It's very it's very neat looking. But there are several different rides and. Uh, situations uh, going clockwise from the top. I have Silver Song Lake, Gondola Swans, Carousel, Feasting Orchard, Dragonfly Rides, Calliope, Bubble Tea, Bubble Pop Teapot, Pixie Kingdom, Mystery Mine, 
Snail Racing, Hall of Illusions, Big Top, and perhaps the most mysterious of all, Staff Area. Nice. Um, you'll... Uh... So this is staff area is very exciting. Uh, you also mm. notice in the top left, there's something to keep track of the time you're spending here. Um, so something will happen after each hour. These won't be uh, in uh, these won't be in real life hours, but at some point, I'll just say it's been an hour. <laughs> and move on. Um, okay. and uh, in the bottom right is something that seems to be tracking the mood. As you can see, uh, it has a scale from quite an angry face all over to a very happy and cheerful face. At the mm. moment, it's in the middle. Although having just um, uh, having just uh, interacted with someone, you were considering uh, shooting a spitwad at them, but in the end, you were just quite polite to them. The uh, mood tracker has is going to move. I say it's going to move. I can't seem to drag it. It's going to move up. So there, uh, it seems that the carnival is happy with how we're behaving today <laughs> at the moment. By not physically attacking one of their employees, <laughs> made everyone happier. That does seem to be a very low bar, but quite an accurate one for carnival workers. Yeah, or perhaps just an opportunity to demonstrate the the situation. Mm. Um, still, nice. Uh, so where are you going first? <laughs> uh, obviously, I've always wanted to know what it's like to fly, so I'm going to go to the dragonfly rides. Splendid. Uh, yep, you rush over to the dragonfly rides where huge lily pads rest on the surface of a pool glistening with phosphorescent algae. Giant dragonflies use the lily pad as landing platforms, buzzing loudly overhead with wings as brilliant as stained glass windows and alighting briefly to drop off and pick up excited passengers. Near the entrance, a small smiling tree turns your way and beckons you over. A red squirrel clings to its leafy canopy, peering at you suspiciously. Uh, the tree says, Welcome! Come and enjoy the dragon ride! Yeah! Yeah! yeah. Riding, yeah. riding this costs one punch. I have to punch you or you have to punch me? I punch your wristband. And he shows a hole punch thing that he's got. I can take it! And I just hold up my shoulder as if he's about to punch me in the arm. <laughs> he uh, he sticks his uh, bark-like finger under your wristband and pulls your arm up and does a little staple sound. And you see a little hole in the wristband now. You notice that there are eight circles on it. And this is one of them. One of them has been punched out. Okay. So what I'm hearing is you don't want me to do the dragonfly rides seven more times. <laughs> well, I don't mind what you do. But if you do, <laughs> uh, we will uh, narrate them in a matter of seconds. And so they have to have eight oh, oh, fair enough. Then I will do other uh, things then. Uh Riding, uh, so this costs one ticket punch. There are eight giant dragonflies, uh, it seems, which are trained to, at uh, least uh, some people are already buzzing around on them. Um, let's see. So, uh, yeah, one of them is just ready at the lily pad and the tree man gestures for you to get on. And he seems to be um, like keeping the dragonfly calm, giving it some sort of dragonfly treats, whatever dragonflies might eat. And um, nectar. Yeah, and gestures for you to sit on the uh, the thing. What's it called? The little seat thing that they put on horses. Saddle. Uh, saddle. <laughs> <laughs> at the right I hand. race. <laughs> I race over and whoa, literally whoa, do let a... me lower that a bit for you. And he gets. The I do a big hop and flap my wings a little bit so that I I drift daintily onto the saddle and I give him a look like a. I don't need your help. Yes, this would be quite the experience for you flying for the first time. <laughs> um, I'm so excited. <laughs> well, enjoy. Enjoy. Uh, the dragonfly will go uh, where it's supposed to go. But if you want to take it off the beaten track a bit, well, the consequences are yours. Enjoy. And uh, it goes off on a predetermined path. And you see the tree waving at you as you go up. But would you like to make a wisdom uh, animal handling check to see if you can go somewhere else? Uh, yeah, sure. What, what does the predetermined path just seem to be hovering around the dragonfly ride area? Yeah, I I would like to see if I can take it a loop around the entire carnival, so I can see if I can see where this apparent secret pathway to the Fey Wild is. See, I'm I'm on mission. <laughs> okay, no, <laughs> no, I do not. There's the roles I've come to know and love. That's uh, five in total. I will give you my inspiration that I got earlier, if you'd like to use it now. Thank you very much. Is this because I smell like nectar and the dragonfly likes that? <laughs> sure. Okay, that's that's much better. That's an eight. Okay. Yeah, the dragonfly, with, with your five, the dragonfly was trying to eat you, but with an eight, it, it restrains itself. <laughs> <laughs> 
It doesn't. Uh, very long insectile tongue comes out and just flicks at me. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't allow you to. Uh, it doesn't allow you to take the dragonfly off. Sadly, um, you stick to the predetermined path. You still get a pretty good view of the carnival. You can't see anywhere that is obviously a portal to the Feywild. Um, you can see everything you see from the map. It's almost like you can now see the carnival from the map view when you get up really high. Mm. Um, so and, I can't see any secret rings of mushrooms or anything. Uh, no, you don't see anything like that. Um, wow. In fact, when you get up to that height, you can see these great big signs that tell you what everything is exactly like it looks on the map. You can't see the trackers like the the um, the time tracker or the yeah uh, yeah other stuff. Fortunately, um, but yeah, lots of mist. You also notice when you look back, uh, the tree person was trying to help someone onto um, onto a lily pad, but they sort of rushed ahead and pushed away um see uh and uh it's it seems to be this middle-aged dwarf uh with a bright blue beard um he's uh just been pushed right off of a dragonfly uh by this um black uh bird man like a kenku and um it's jumped onto a dragonfly and has just taken it off uh in a completely different direction it seems to have passed its animal handling check this kenku yeah, of like fist waving and stuff like that because of the way they behave, like pushed, uh, pushed people around, shoved their way on. Um, you see these, um, these, uh, these people that seem to be security. I guess they're not like they're not guards. They've not got spears and helmets and stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, just you know, carnies that help out a run over. They seem to like it seems like they've just missed catching this kenku. Uh, but yeah, that's what you can see. Uh, when you okay. when the ride finishes, a couple of them are still hanging around. Uh, the tree man looks a bit uh, annoyed and um, seems to be trying to keep everyone calm and getting people onto their rides and off their rides safely and stuff like that. Hmm. That hmm. was hmm? wizard. I had I can't believe what it was like to fly with the wind in my face. Uh, the tree person. Uh, 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 yeah, yeah, good. I'm glad you enjoyed yourself. Well done. And um, would you like another go? He holds out his stamp. Ah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, no, I, I've got to cut. There's too much to see. I can't, can't spend all day here. Yeah, no worries. Sorry, I'm a bit distracted. But uh, yes, enjoy the carnival. <laughs> How can you not? <laughs> That's our slogan. Um, is there any place to get like cotton candy or or popcorn or or something nearby? Uh, nearby. Yeah, there's um. Well, let's see. Roll a d8. Oh, seven. Ooh, uh, let's see. With a seven, uh, a giant singing flowers burst from the ground in front of you, uh, singing and serenading you. Uh, they don't know many songs, um, but the one that they do know is UGLY, You Ain't Got No Alibi, You Ugly by Daphne and Celeste. Um, but they're singing it in such a beautiful, sweet tone, and um, they've got um, cotton candy balls in their hands that they hold out to you. I... I look left and right just to, I don't want people to see me taking things from flowers because I'm a tough guy. <laughs> and as soon as I make sure no one's making direct eye contact with me at this moment, I like snatch it and then scuttle off. Like, <laughs> Yeah, no worries. And they shrink back into the ground. You can enjoy your candy floss. Nice. Now that I've had my sweets, I will head to the feasting orchard. All right. Uh, the feasting orchard. Uh, music and mirth radiate from this park. Uh, the heady scents of flowers, mead and berry pie waft through the air. Stilt walkers pluck fruit from trees. Musicians drum, pipe and strum. And everywhere there is singing, dancing and an inordinate amount of custard. Um, there seems to be everyone seems to be getting ready for a cake eating contest of some sort. In fact, this is a fairy cake eating contest. Uh, there's a sign that says what's in these cakes. Well, there's a sign that says fairy cake eating contest. Oh, no. And uh, underneath there's like no fairies were harmed in making oh. making these cakes. Um, you. <laughs> and uh, yeah. And there's someone who seems there's a goblin there that seems to be stamping people's wristbands. So if you'd like to enter, you can go up to him. I'm absolutely in for a, a pie a cake eating contest. Good thing you warmed up with that candy floss. Yes. Nice. The, uh, the contest table is piled high with small glazed cupcakes, each filled with a dollop of berry custard. The goal is simple. Eat as many cupcakes as you can within 60 seconds. Um, the goblin says, there's a special prize for the winner. 
I wondered why you you sent me a package full of fairy cakes with custard on today. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be interesting radio listening to me eat cakes for sixty seconds, but I'll do my best. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Uh, so in order to do this, you must succeed on a Constitution save, or you'll take one d eight custard damage. <laughs> Once you've <laughs> taken all the custard damage, uh, you take it off your hit points, but uh, you will return to normal afterwards. You'll just feel a bit sick. So, oh, oh. So, uh, right. So, for each cupcake you eat, you need to make the con save. Uh, so the first one's going to be 10 to pass. Okay, con save, you say? Yeah, con save. Yeah, 13. Nice, no damage from that one. Next one's uh-huh. 11. Oh, I took custard damage. Oh, dear. All right. Oh, sorry, I'm rolling different things now. Uh, let me see. Uh, so you take six custard damage. Oh, that's not good. You're okay, already uh, feeling a bit sick. You really regret that candy floss now. The person yeah, absolutely. You, uh, the person next to you uh, looks right as rain. Um, this um, little, uh, this I think that no, this gnome who's got a uh, gondola on their back and um, has some fancy clothing, like some brown clothes with some red, uh, oh, so, sorry, some green sort of stripy ribboning with some uh, filigree on it, just sitting there popping cakes into her mouth, no problems whatsoever. Uh, in fact, feels even better for this second cake. Uh, in any case... Sorry, did you say, did you say had a gondola on his back? Not a gondola. Sorry, it's some sort, some sort of guitar. All right. <laughs> I was going to question. Yeah. <laughs> just a boat yeah, on a his boat. back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not a boat. Some, some fancy... Uh, um guitar exotic looking guitar by western standards i think i think i just inhaled as i was going for that second one it just caught me a bit funny yeah all right uh so next yeah 15 oh this time uh the gnome bars are, oh i think i inhaled a bit quick that one caught me a bit funny <laughs> but so they're gonna take the custard damage but oh they only take the one <laughs> well <laughs> yeah. ready for the next one I'm Elliot Tumblestrum, by the way. And she holds her hand out to shake yours. I hold my hand out to take hers. May the best man win. <laughs> well, or woman. Uh, what was the DC on that one? Uh, next one. Oh, that was 12. So next one will be 13. I got 13, exactly. Oh, she uh, struggles a bit with this cake. So she'll take another one. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yep, next one will be DC 14. Uh, she fails. Natural 20 for me. Oh, nice. And she'll take three. So she's still taking less custard damage than you overall. Yeah, yeah, I've noticed that. <laughs> so she's taking a total of five, whereas you took, what, six in the first six go? Six in one go, yeah. yeah. That cake really went down the wrong pipe. She's doing a lot of stuff. Like, oh, oh, and she like hits her chest with her fist. Well, ready for the next one. Keep going. <laughs> Fifteen now. She fails. Uh, Fifteen exactly. Oh, wow. She takes uh, six uh, custard damage this time. and uh, Finally! This time she really has to force this one into her mouth and she's got custard all over her lips. How's uh, How are you doing with that? Uh... I'm doing good. I'm not even custard bloodied yet. <laughs> all right. Next one will be 16. Uh, she just about fails that one as well. Oh, 20. A dirty 20. Oh, that's the wrong dice. All right. You pass. Uh, she'll take another one. <laughs> so she's uh, still in the three context. times three times you've rolled a one for custard damage <laughs> to be fair i'm not adding anything to a constitution modifier so no, she's getting true she's uh not doing well yeah she fails this one this one's 17 now uh i failed that one as well all right then uh ooh, d8 for you six <laughs> this is 12 d8 for her that's five and she's like, oh no no that's enough. That's enough for Ellie Wick. And she sort of sits back and like undoes the button on her trousers. <laughs> oh, but that was delicious. I'm really glad I did that. And then uh, she uh, gets up. She shakes her hand again. And um, mm-hmm. I'll be seeing you soon. I'm Ellie Wick Tumblestrum. And this little white frog hops up onto her shoulder and goes. And then um, she <laughs> walks around to the queue uh, so she can rejoin the uh, cake eating contest and have another go. <laughs> <laughs> but um Yep, yeah, you have you have successfully won. Do you want to keep eating? See how far you get. I uh, I snap my parachute pants and I say, "Load them up." <laughs> the goblin points at a picture on the wall, saying, "Old Red has the record." <laughs> how, how many did? How many have you eaten so far? So it's eight or nine. Yeah, that was eighteen, wasn't it? The first one was ten, so yeah. technically beaten nine. Old Red has the record for fifteen cupcakes. Oh blimey! <laughs> if you want to get your picture on this wall. You're going to get 15 or higher. 
and uh, it's just a wall that's been set up to put pictures of <laughs> people on it <laughs> made out of uh, cobbles yep all right so uh keep... next one's 19 uh i failed all right you take three custard damage exactly the custard damage i had left <laughs> all right you get to 10 yes yeah. well not bad for a little guy says the goblin who's much smaller than you probably about at least ah! a <laughs> I s- don't make me go again <laughs> no no what, you, what was your go. score oh me uh i'm uh, i'm three yeah not bad for a little guy yeah that's right not bad for a little guy i don't have small I... man syndrome i'm all right with my stature <laughs> I don't have small man syndrome. <laughs> big, big tough guy syndrome. <laughs> anyway, here's your here's your prize for winning. I was going to ask, do I get anything for winning this contest? And uh, if you if you drink this potion, and uh, he pulls a potion out of a treasure chest, it will make you invisible for one hour, unless you attack something or cast a spell, in which case the invisibility will stop. I am not particularly magical, but thank you. Yes, but you just drink the potion and it will work. Yes, I know. I appreciate that. But you said if I cast a spell. I said I well, can't cast a spell. Well, don't attack anything then. If well, I need to do, do any it. attacking, I'll do it before I drink the potion. Okay. Uh, hopefully it won't be around here. <laughs> Eliwick, uh, as you walk past the gnome, says, Oh, you're leaving already? Do you not want to have another go? Mm, no, 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 no. I've got, I've got to go. I've got, to, I've got a job to do. and There's so much more to see. Okay, well, perhaps I'll see you around. Yes, I'm sure you will, Eliwick Tumblestrom. Well, that's all right, because you're exactly where and when you're supposed to be. She smiles and winks at you. Okay, I don't... Okay, so, yeah, of course I am. This... Look, I've spent a lot of time in the Feywild, and that is a very confusing thing to say to someone. Well, you should be used to this sort of thing if you spend a lot of time in the Feywild. That's but anyway, what I mean. Not to worry, because you're exactly where and when... You're supposed to be. And then she winks well, at you. Good luck in further custard pie eating contests. It's my fifth go. I'm sure I'll do better this time. How many is she eaten over? How many have you eaten overall? Oh, well, I got up to 11 the time before this. Uh, I think my, my record today is 12. I'm going for that record, trying to beat Ron. <laughs> Red. Red. <laughs> Red Ron. <laughs> <laughs> well, good luck. And you, and you. Uh, where are you going to next? I would like to go to, uh, is the big top open yet or is that not? Uh, let's see. You can, you can go and have a look at it, but, um, because yeah. on the timer I'm seeing, it says big top extravaganza at, uh, four in four hours time. So yes. I'm assuming that means that's when it's open. Well, it'll actually be in an hour's time. Uh, there might be, there might be stuff going <laughs> on in there. That's not just the extravaganza. So you can have a look if you like, or you can just wait for the extravaganza to happen. And go somewhere else. Uh, mm, mm, mm. <laughs> I would, I will, I will wait for the extravaganza to happen, but really difficult because <clears throat> I really right. want to go in sooner. Well, you've been very cordial with people uh, so far, and you've been just generally quite pleasant. So the mood of the carnival is going up. And who uh, knew one person could have such an effect on a carnival? <laughs> um, I, I'll head to the Hall of Illusions next. Sounds oh no, mystery mine, mystery mine sounds the coolest. Awesome. Can you roll a d8? Uh, six. All right. With a puff of glitter as you head towards the mystery mine, a man's head suddenly turns into the head of a braying donkey uh, to the giggling delight of a group of mischievous pixies. It looks right at you with its big braying face and you see it, <laughs> it leans right into you and it's like... Okay. I was about to try and defend this guy from the pixies, but he's really come on way too strong. <laughs> is Is he... Suddenly, like it, acting like a donkey, <laughs> his head poofs back to a man's head. I'm so sorry, little boy. I didn't mean to scare you. It's just a just a gag. They love it. They're laughing. Look at them. And the pixies are all laughing. I, <laughs> I am not a little boy. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Sorry, young man. Uh, my apologies. I won't do the donkey thing again uh, while you're nearby. Don't worry. So it's you. Sorry, did the pixies turn you into a donkey or are you turning yourself into a donkey? No, I, I'm doing it to, 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 to make people laugh and entertain them. Okay, but, you know, not in their face. I mean, it's, it's <laughs> scary to have a donkey shoved in your face. Yes, now that you explain it like that, I, I see your point. Uh, I wasn't scared. I'm not scared of donkeys. No, no, you know, of course not. Shit, small children are. 
Your pantaloons are incredibly dry. I can see from here. They've got custard on them. It's oh. custard. <laughs> oh, you 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 did the custard eating contest, did you? How far did you get? I uh, I did not beat Red Ron, but I I held. Well, no my one beats own. Red Ron. Sorry. I held my own. Oh, good. What what was the number? Ten. Oh, that's really good. Thank you. I beat <laughs> uh, I beat Ellie Wick Tumblestrom. Did you? I heard she yes. got twelve or eleven. Not the time I beat her. <laughs> oh no! I suppose it would be easier to beat her if it's her fifth or sixth turn. But yes, uh, that is impressive. She she's uh, she's very hard to beat. Mm. On the plus side, you are exactly where and when you're meant to be. Am I? Oh, splendid! That's lovely to hear. I'm doing exactly what I was born to do. And he turns his face back into a donkey and starts looking at the pixies, and they start laughing. Wizard. <laughs> he does carry on to the get it right line. up in your face. Yeah. Uh, much more enjoyable this time, I've got to say. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when you get to the mystery mine, propelled by magic, mine carts laden with fairgoers trundle into an opening carved like a dragon's mouth. The carts reappear mm. moments later on the far side of the attraction, with the passengers expressing a mixture of bewilderment, fear and excitement. Uh, near the entrance, a male dwarf dressed like a wizard shouts, Unlock the mysteries of the mind in your mystery mine. He has a bushy... I, I will point out that the in the in on the map, the little dragon mouth looks a lot like the dragon mouth from the Dungeons and Dragons cartoon of the 1980s. Oh, cool. I suspect the dwarf is meant to resemble the uh, the dungeon master. Perhaps so. Uh, he has bushy eyebrows, wears a pointy hat and holds a large clockwork contraption shaped like a giant eye. Uh, he drops it promptly, though, when this... Um, Black uh, Kenku wearing blue robes rushes over, pushes him out the way, gets in a cart, and then whizzes off. Hey, no! Hey, I I rush over and I I help the the dwarf up. Oh, thank you, thank you. He dusts himself down. So, I was, oh, I don't know who what's up with who that is. They've been causing trouble all over the carnival. I'm Zafixo, by the way. Hey, Zafixo. Um, what's a what's a guy gotta do to get a go on a mystery mine? Oh, uh, just a just a punch. On, are you going to get on the next one? Well, yeah, can't get on the current one. No, that Kenku's on it. Um, all right, he'll. Should, uh, we, he'll... should we wait by the exit for him to come out and then we jump him? Do you want to do that? You want to help me? Help the help yeah, the. Yeah, uh... I want to help you. All right. Well, in that case, I won't punch your wristband just yet. You can't be and pushing the... the little guys around. It's not cool. Exactly. We little guys, we've got to stick together. Well, I'm. Yeah. <laughs> he nods. And he gestures for you to go on the other side of the uh, exit to him. And uh, he does this sort of, he does this gesture where he points at his eyes and then points at uh, the other um, carnival hands and then points at the exit and they nod and they all sort of gather around. And um, you hear after a little while, because they literally just left and it's quite, it's a fairly long ride. After waiting for like a minute or so, um, to fix those, so um, uh, you, you enjoying the carnival? It is Honestly, the most fun I've had in a long time. Oh, good, good. That's why we don't come round very often, because we think it would get boring if we're here all the time. Couldn't possibly imagine getting bored of this place. I could live here. Oh, well, I do live here, and, uh, you know, it does get a bit tedious after a little while. Well, agree to disagree. <laughs> right. Uh, and then you hear it. Okay. All right, all right. He gestures to you again, and then does the shh gesture with his finger over his lips. Yeah. And then... Uh, the minecart comes to a bit of a screech, and uh, you hear the cart open, and you hear some footsteps in the grass leading out. I'm just going to stop there. Oh, <laughs> I was going to leap, <laughs> rugby tackle this mysterious person, be it Kenku or no. Yeah. We'll have nope. to find out if I actually do that next week. Yeah, we'll have to find out, see if we remember. Uh, all right, how was the first session of the Wild Beyond Witch Light for you? Not got to the Prismere yet, but uh, got to enjoy some of the carnival. It's nice to have a map that's not uh, like a, a barony big, so I can actually make it across in one session to the different events, because usually it's just, you're in a town. <laughs> all right. This time there's like different locations to actually visit. There's a lot of stuff in this uh, small space. I think that's nice. Yeah. It's nicely filled out. Yeah. And there's something to do at each of the things. I um, can only assume we're going to spend the next seven sessions here. <laughs> well, probably not. But with, um, yeah, usually when uh, you've got like a town map, there's like three locations that really matter. And then everything else is just like, yeah, you can go have a look if you want. But uh, there's nothing important over there. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, 
Yeah. Nice. Uh, do you remember the listener question? I Focus do remember seven. the listener question. It's why are, from Vokanox, why are there no male hags? And follow up question, what should they be called? That's uh, a good question. We're having a bit of chat about that in the Discord. And mm. I think male hags should be called bags for boy hags. Yep. Do you have a different idea? Um, I think male hags should just be called hags. I don't I don't think there should be a, a gender gentrified version of it. Like, yeah. I don't think it should be steward and stewardess. I think everyone should just be called stewards. Yeah, I think that's fair enough. Uh, there is fun to come up with funny names for things. Oh, uh, no, that is true. Also, if there are no male hags, just put them in. Make, make a game, put them in. There you go. You've got male hags. Mm, that's true. Uh, where, what were some of the other suggestions for uh, male hags? If uh, uh, We've got the listener questions. Him bitches, which yeah. is uh, uh, amalgamation of himbo and witches. Uh, for habitat uh, habitat habitat aware boy because uh, hag is a habitat aware girl i be- think that was one of those like marvel situations where they had the acronym hag and then worked backwards into what yeah. could that possibly stand for habitat aware girl yeah probably but i think that's uh it's a nice one to mention yep. um yeah him bitches himbo witches said uh mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. nice uh, all right. So why do you think there are no male hags? Just sexism? Uh, yeah, I think I think it really is just a case of uh, the old women. Uh, it's it's like, for instance, whilst there are male witches, it's a pre- predominantly female uh, profession. Yeah. Um, the hags are based off the trope from uh, Macbeth, aren't they? So yeah, exactly. The three witches to getting together in their coven and mm. uh, manipulating men. Yeah, that's basically true. Mm. All with right. their dream pastries yeah with their dream pastries so uh we've solved that conundrum mm. uh another mystery solved on mystery bus i mean uh, no it's a one-on-one rpg uh, do you want to say anything to uh your or to the people listening Have we yeah got you know people? we haven't got we've got a name for the fans this hobos season. <laughs> hobos i love it oh yes it's hobos but hobos next <laughs> no, i prefer hobos yeah hobos <laughs> is better yeah yeah We'll get home eventually. Mm, nice. All right. Thanks very much, everyone. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.